I wasn't. It was like that for a while until like you just finally make either a decision to get out or circumstances. And unfortunately, Absolutely. most people, you know, change based on circumstance and not by choice. But it's choice. You would probably would like proactively decide this is, you know, what I'm gonna do and I'm gonna do it. And I'm gonna set my mind to actually doing it. But most people are weak and doesn't have that support system. Mm -hmm. Like even me, I didn't have a support system. I don't even know from the crack of my ass. I just came out of nowhere. I'm like. I'm out. <laughs> but most people, you know, aren't as fortunate enough to, and that, that's why I like the movement. Like, like I said off off the podcast, of, you know, the whole teamwork with your dream work. Because yeah. you know, I'm telling you, we've been talking about this the last two podcasts. So many people, you can have uh, a thousand people around you and still feel nobody's there, nobody's Absolutely. helping me, nobody's motivating me, nobody's nobody's showing me any type of love. Nobody, give give me a hand. Help me out. Help, help me out. You go like that, and they look. It's like Lion King, you know, Scar going like this. Nobody has a I got you. And then once, once, once Mufasa put that hand out, that's yeah, how it is. Because we're, we're so busy with life, we don't yeah. we don't have time to, to, to deal with whatever's going on. And a lot of people, especially us, especially our community, yeah. you know, deal, deal with your shit. I'm going to deal with mine. I'm going to work. I got to put food on the table. You, you know, I, I'm doing my job. And, and then that's when the more stress comes and then you get into drugs and then you're like, yo, 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 you do your thing, I'm doing my thing. And it's like, yo, that's your kid. How are you not going to help your kid out? How are you not going to help your kid progress? And that's then that, that chain effect happens to all of us. There's there's nobody. That's why you see you out there and you're, you're, one, you're the minority. Name another mm -hmm. nigga in the hood or anywhere around who's been in that situation and actually decided to try to do things. I can name like five and then three of them I can't name by name. <laughs> like, you know, you know, you know what's you know what's one of the things though that that a lot of people don't realize when you're trying to change. It's crazy because when you're a part of the norm, when you're doing what every what everybody else is doing, right? You're not an outcast. You don't stand out. So for everybody, you're just a part of the group. Yeah. The minute that you make the decision to become an outcast, to actually you know pave the way for somebody different, create a different lane for yourself, all of a sudden people classify you as something negative. Mm -hmm. So like for example. People will still see me as this individual that was in the streets and not as this individual that's trying to change lives. Mm. People will see me as this person that was a cheater, not this person that's trying to love his family. People will classify you as whatever they classify you as, right? And the challenge is, how can you become numb to judgment? For anybody that's watching, man, I, like this is the power punch of this, of this entire podcast. How can you become numb to judgment? Because... The number one reason why people don't amount to nothing that they know that they can amount to is because they're afraid to do what genuinely makes them happy because of the judgment that comes after that. So if right now, let's just say, for example, if you got somebody that's around you that's trying to better their life, a lot of people don't even have the intention to better their life. So if you have somebody with the intention, at the very worst case scenario, they have the intention, why not nourish that? That's what I don't understand. It's like... At the end of the day, no matter what you do in this world, no matter how successful, how famous, what you amount to, the casket is going to be the casket. The ashes are going to be the ashes. There is no, there's nothing that you can do drastically different that's going to, that, that's going to create a different, a different outcome. So it's like, why are we competing? Why are we creating so much hate? Why do we have so much animosity towards humans when at the end of the day, it's like, we are a family. We are, we are a family. You know what I'm saying? Like, the human race is one. And I just, it, it, it blows my mind. And I know you guys see these memes all the time. People want you to see you doing good, but not better than them. Exactly. Unfortunately, people don't even want to see you doing good. Here's why. Mm. When you come... 
from the same environment that somebody comes from, and I know you can attest to this, Felix mm -hmm. and Muhammad. When you come from the same environment that somebody comes from, this is what happens. When you start to do something with your life, you're giving them no excuses to have leverage on. So now here I am, I started where you started from, I decided to branch out, I decided to be different, I decided to use my circumstances as leverage to become better, you decided to use your circumstance as a reason to stay the same. So why am I getting that, the backlash when I'm just choosing to want it to be different because I'm tired of being the same way all of my life? You see what I'm saying? And, and it's just weird, man, how judgmental people can be in this world. You know, like I was actually doing a video today. Check this out, this is so deep, this shit is so deep. I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday, right? And this lady, we got deep into the conversation. We got deep into conversation very quick, and she was telling me that three years ago, um, something happened to her where she was sending negative messages to her boyfriend. She was sending him voicemails, voiceovers. She was just being negative, 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 threatening him, talking mad crap, right? Little did she know, her boyfriend was in the hospital fighting for his life. Wow. Right? When she got the phone call, when she finally got the phone call. She ended up going to the hospital. By the time she got to the hospital, he had already taken his last breath. So now three years later, she has this, I get the chills thinking about this. Three years later, she has this guilt. She has this resentment. She has all of this. She can't even move forward in the relationship because the last thing she remembers was an argument that she had with her boyfriend. Why do I say this little story real quick? Because how many of us don't look at, like an ass because we decided to make an assumption rather than figuring out what's going on with an individual. We believe that nobody likes us. We believe that this person said this. We believe that this person is doing this because of this. Why not go directly to the source and ask a question? If somebody's doing something with their life, why not figure out what they're doing before jumping into a conclusion? And a lot of times we jump into a conclusion with a negative connotation mm -hmm. based on our experiences and our belief systems. Mm -hmm. So it's like, for example, today, this happened to me today as well. My landlord, I had my phone had gotten cut in the middle of the night, literally. Like, I forgot to, to pay my phone and got cut in the middle of the night. I got people telling me, what did, what did they do? Why, why am I not answering them? Why am I blocking them? Why this? Why this? Why this? When the whole time my phone was just off. So then I respond to everybody, right? And I'm like, yo, why are you jumping into conclusions? My phone, was, my phone got cut off. That's something that actually happened. My phone got cut off. So now these people, rather than taking responsibilities and being like, oh, you know what? Damn, my bad. No, they decide to keep throwing fuel to that fire because yeah. their pride doesn't allow them to take responsibility exactly. and take ownership. Exactly. Bro, how often does that happen? Time, right? Oh, I'm beefing with this person because I think that this person doesn't like me. Or I think that this person said this because this person said that this person said this. Why don't we go directly to the source? People literally talk indirectly on social media rather than going to the individual and be like, yo, what's, what's the reason? Mm -hmm. There's people that are not going to like you for whatever reason. That's okay. But if it's somebody that you have had some type of connection with, yo, what is what what exactly is going on? Share your perspective. We don't feel like we can communicate in a positive way. Everything has to be negative. Everything has to be reactive rather than proactive. It should and be it's okay. To me. It, it should be okay. Like me and him, we argue sometimes. I don't agree with him all the time, and I shouldn't agree with him. Exactly. Like, I'm not gonna be a yes man. He shouldn't be a yes Absolutely. man. Absolutely. We have different minds, different whatever, and it's like he shouldn't need to conform to me. If the people around you are all yes men, then those are the wrong people the around wrong, you. Wrong, Because if wrong it's not going to bite you in the ass now, it's going to bite you in the ass like a, a long, you know, maybe like five, ten years from now. Absolutely. I, I know some people, I mean, they're like 79 years old and it's like, they're to the point where they don't even want to hear it because they have too much pride and they've been around yes men so long, so long. that they don't know anything else. They're like, wait, what do you mean I'm wrong? I've always been right, but the only reason they've always been right is because they've been around yes men. Yeah, that cripples, that cripples people. That cripples no, but you know what's crazy is what you said about when you try to do things differently, you, whether it's 
positive or not, they're still gonna view it in a negative light, and then the the doing better than them, but they don't want to see you doing good at all, and then that brings well, me knows. to you. It brings me to me, cause me when I got out, like let's say the streets, let's say that environment, that type of, you know, I don't even know what to call it, but mm-hmm. you know exactly what I'm talking about. When I got out. And I started talking to dudes similar to you, maybe not on the same level, yeah, but yeah. just how I'm talking pretty much right now. Like, yo, like, yo, we got, we got to get together. We, we got to do this. I was mm-hmm. like, we got help. I was like, you got three racks. You got three racks. I was mm-hmm. like, let's open this up. Mm-hmm. Let's do this. Let, let's go together. Let, let's start this. Let's start that. No matter what it was, it was on a positive, you know, uh, a positive wave. And they would look at me like, yo, like, stop, stop. And if they didn't say it, they showed it. They'd Absolutely. Or they'd be quiet. They'd be like, oh, okay. Like, uh, you'd be in the conversation. You'd be like, all right, let's do this, this, and that. And then they'd hit you with the, all right, so um, so you want to go to Chili's or uh, Ruby Tuesday? Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. be like, dude, you didn't just hear a damn word I just said? That's so, like, him, for example, when it came to him in the church, how they just went. They were like, yo, you're being yourself. Yeah, yeah, Stop. yeah. Stop. You got to be like us. were designed to me, essentially. <laughs> right. Um, going back to, to that a little... Uh, one of the first points that you touched was people not accepting you for who you have, who you have blossomed to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I believe we all start um, in, in a seed form in life, you know. Mm-hmm. We, 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 we get buried, and it's ugly, and it feels bad. Um, and, and, you know, eventually we blossom into whatever we were designed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, I take it from a perspective of, of my belief in God and Him as the Creator and us as a creation. And um, when we blossom and other people are still in their seed mm-hmm. stages, mm-hmm. Uh, they can't stand, they can't, they can't really um, look at us uh, from the right perspective right. Uh, from, where, from where they're standing. And it goes back to what, uh, what's, what Jesus said, there's no prophet in his own land. Mm-hmm. He was rejected, he was, he was belittled, the other is the son of Joseph, you know, nothing special. Mm-hmm. Why are you guys chasing him around like he's some kind of god? Right, 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 right. Absolutely. I think that happens with anybody who's trying to strive for anything exactly. more. And that's right. why he said it. He said, there's no prophet in his own land. He wasn't mm-hmm. just speaking on himself. He's talking about stuff that me, you, and your son eventually is going to have to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, because we're trying to pave the way, right? But mm-hmm. that doesn't mean that they're not going to go through their own, their own struggles. Um, and that's healthy. And that's okay. And mm-hmm. that's supposed to happen. Because that matures us, that, that molds us. But it still doesn't take away from the reality um, and, and, and the issue that we have to encounter right now mm-hmm. where we're trying to do better, but there's people around us that want to keep us down mm-hmm. because they're still in their seedling mm-hmm. stages while we're Poison. blossoming. Right, right. Poison, and, that's and, all it and, is. And, and they just can't stand to see it. I mean, you know, some people, uh, and this is where you see where there's a true friend, some people uh, encourage you even though they're not doing so good themselves. They Absolutely. encourage you to continue to do because they're saying, hey, man, if you can make it, I can make it. Uh, show me how it's done. Absolutely. But then there's other people that say, man, you're faking it. Mm-hmm. But I think one, once you actually get to a level of success, that's what you're talking about, like little successes. Like somebody got a, you know, an apartment. You'd be like, all right, cool for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But when you reach like that level of you know, so-called success, like up there, those people probably aren't hating on the next dude. Mm-hmm. They probably want you to be like, I right, come join me. Come join me, because the people who are hating, chances are they're not even in there. They're not even in the realm of possibility to even do that. They're complacent. They just want to stay at home and and, and die. Like that's pretty much it. 
So with, with um, one of the things, one of the terminologies that get used a lot, right, is uh, haters, hate, haters, hate, whatever. For me, I don't really consider those individuals haters. Those are people that have an inability to express themselves to Absolutely. you in a positive way. Because wow. if you really put it into perspective, those haters are the ones that watch you the most, talk about you the most, are waiting for that moment to just highlight the wrong, right? So at the end of the day, they're a fan, but their ego and their pride don't allow them to express themselves to you accordingly. So one of the ways for me that I've, that I've tackled individuals that have any type of animosity towards me is empathy, mm. right? When you have empathy towards humanity, you really think about what's making that person think how they're thinking. Mm. So before jumping into a conclusion of the behavior, right? Because if I was to be reactive, I'll be trying to knock out every person that tries to that tries to defame me. At the end of the day, it's very simple. I'm gonna continue to pave the way because what most people hate is the confidence that somebody has. When they see that this person is not afraid of judgment, when they see that this person is still going and doing them no matter what, and they're giving them no time of no no type of time, yeah, yeah, that for them is like I can't get to this guy. So now how do you kill these individuals? You don't kill them. You help them and you help them by succeeding and paving the way because not everybody's ready to change their life. So like right now, if anybody's watching me, it's like I want them to understand I am as imperfect of a human being as I, as I can possibly be. But there was people that were not in the life of my family that, that and helped my family. There was people that were not in the life of a lot of people that didn't help them. So I just simply want to be that caring individual that cares for humans enough where people can be like, oh, you know what? That guy, despite his imperfections and despite his imperfect journey, he actually gave me hope that I can become somebody. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So imagine if my perspective was to be like, fuck, I hate her, hate her this, I hate her that. I would be blind to the fact that I would be ignoring those people that are actually really seeking my help. And sometimes we get so so blinded and trying to prove these haters <laughs> wrong that we forget to prove these other people right. Absolutely. So it's like, man, for anybody that's doing anything great, mm -hmm. if you got people that are quote unquote hating on you, mm -hmm. that means that you're a leader, and it's your job and it's your obligation to continue to lead that pack. They're not hating yes. on they're not hating on you because they hate you. They're hating on you because they hate where they're at and they hate their own life. So give them a reason to live. Give them a reason to exist. Has and give them a reason to change. It has nothing to do with you, man. And it's like, I realize that. I, I, I realize that with, with so many people, man, that it's like, they, they don't hate you. They hate themselves. They just don't know how to tell you that they hate themselves. So they're going to do it by attacking whatever it is that you're trying to do with your life. It's almost like that. What, what is it? Hurt people hurt people. Bottom line. <laughs> Bottom line. Yeah, yeah, Bottom yeah. line. Um, what, you, what, 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 <laughs> my bad, my bad. I just, I just gotta ask, what made you do the Inspired by Unity? I know what made you do it, but like, how'd you actually just say, ah, you know what, this is what I'm gonna do? So the Inspired by Unity came from the disconnect of my own family. So I have, I had eight beautiful aunts and uncles, right? I had a beautiful grandmother, I had beautiful parents, beautiful cousins. I truly believe that my family tree is the best, which I feel like everybody should feel like their family tree is the best, right? So because I feel like my family tree is the best and I feel like they're beautiful and they're the most beautiful people on earth, it hurts me to see how disconnected we have become because of our own life getting in our own way. So it's like when you were younger, when there was a birthday, everybody was celebrating that birthday. When there was New Year's, everybody was under one house. So when I see my own families disconnecting, right, because they feel some type of way about maybe a family member or they're having issues or whatever the case may be, when I see that disconnect, 
it drives me because how many more people are not feeling disconnected within their own family tree? Yeah. Right? So it's like, we, I, 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 for me, the whole Inspired by Yumi thing is like, man, what if we could take it personal again to take responsibility for being a part of our family? Mm. What if we could take it personal to be able to forgive people that have hurt us and actually try to help them to the best of our ability? What if we could put our own ego and pride aside and say, yo, you know what, uncle, how you doing? Aunt, how you doing? Because I've, I've hung out with many people. Right? But when you actually vibe with your family, the feeling is just different. Yeah. It's just on it, it feels right. Of yeah. course. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and it's like, you know, I try to take that initiative, man, and, and I try to take that initiative and bring my family together. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. But at the end of the day, that's what is inspired by you to be thinking about, man. Because I know that there's a lot of people that secretly wish their family was more united, more loving, less judgmental, mm-hmm. that you know, less about the bullcrap and more about, you know, the, the creating the memories. And so, you know, I'm just trying to create that movement so that hopefully it can create a trickle effect. Very true. The trickle effect's really where it's at. Because, I mean... It's high, bro. It's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. We've been talking about that last, last couple weeks. Yeah, yeah. Influence, you know, your influence starts with those that are directly around you. Yeah, yeah. and it becomes, like you said, that domino effect. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But that's crazy you say that about family, especially, like... I, I mean, I only got to know you too well, and I already know you. I was like, most of us come from broken homes. I remember Poppy was that dude on the block mm-hmm. and that was everybody's Poppy because he was the only Poppy. Right, right. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a, it's a crazy thing because we're almost living where, you know, there's no fathers and with that, you know, the mother got to take the burden of both and then she can't really do it because she probably working mm-hmm. two jobs just to get by, mm-hmm. you know, and, you know, it, it, it just, it just, puts this place where you, we're basically orphans yeah to a certain extent literally bro that's so deep bro and so real like yeah. that, that's so true in so many levels brother yeah so because because you got to think about it mothers that have the right intention even 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 households that have the right intention let's just say the kid got lucky and there's a mom and a dad think about this trying to deal with work feeding yourself and your family with your own emotions your own thoughts your own depression, your own anxiety, your own fears, trying to deal with that while raising a child, mm. that's a huge responsibility because there's not a guy that says, this is how you become a parent, this is how you become an effective parent. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us are winging it and trying to do the best of our abilities, but the truth of the matter is that there's a lot of kids, especially in this day and age, that are being raised by social media, mm-hmm. YouTube, electronics, and there's no parenting guide happening at all. Not because the parent doesn't want to, but because they're busy trying to make sure that those bills get paid. Oh, yeah. So it's like, when these events that I'm doing, like I got an event coming up September 28th. I want every parent that's listening right now to ask yourself these questions. When was the last time you asked your child what makes them sad? Mm. What are their fears? Mm. And what they don't like about themselves? Those are three components. Those are three questions that a child is never able to express. So what happens when you grow when you get older? Things that make you sad now make you angry and mad. Things that things that bother you now become your insecurities. Things that you fear now is what stops you from achieving any dream. So if we're not doing the preventative measure in having kids express themselves early, how are they supposed to express themselves as adults? Why do you think most adults don't like change? They don't like facing the music because they don't know what it is to face that music. Because they've never done it before. They've never done it before. Because we're, we're, we're in a society that likes to be reactive versus being proactive. Exactly. Being ahead of the ball. And um, 
there's this there's this book and I know it yeah. kinda of sounds like a little off topic, but Rich Dad Poor Dad Absolutely yes. That, yes. That, uh, Poor Dad can't teach mm-hmm. their youngins, right? Of course. And, and and it's something that it's it's a lot more common in a whole different set of areas than than what is written on books. Right. And it's what it goes down to what you said. Are we really asking our kids are we are we being intentional about what we're teaching them? Knowing that every single thing that we teach them now, every single day, every single minute matters because it's, it's what's molding them to be who they're gonna be tomorrow. Yeah. If we if we were actually proactive about it, how much better would our, would our yeah. society be? Ridiculous. And when you don't teach them something, that's teaching them something. Yeah. Remember that? Yes. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. So because because you learn from your environment, mm-hmm. your peers, social media now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in my case, for example, my father was a pastor. He's been a pastor all my life. He was a pastor. Um, great intentions. He had the best intentions to teach me to love God. Right. And he did that by by giving me an example to follow. Okay. But he never sat down and said, hey, listen, this is how you do it. Yes. Mm. All right? And I love my dad. He's the of greatest course. dad. Yeah, 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 to yeah, me, he's course. the greatest Absolutely. dad. But he never sat down and said, hey, this is how you do it. And this is how you balance it so that you don't lose your family. And this is, you know, step by step, yes. God. You know, Absolutely. and when you don't have that, you grow up still wondering, like, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I I know the final destination. I know what is it, what it is to love God because I've seen it in my father. But how do I get there? Right. Mm-hmm. And and, and oh, in my case, at seventeen, I was like, well, I guess I'll get there when I get there. But for now, I'm gonna hit the streets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and yeah, I'm gonna yeah, enjoy yeah, myself yeah, while yeah, I do yeah. it. Absolutely. And, and I know yeah. it broke my father's heart because he probably felt like, man, I, I showed him. I, how to do it? I gave mm-hmm. them the example, mm-hmm. but if you don't sit down and aren't intentional, these kids are just gonna move on. Yo, but mm-hmm. check this out. You know what I've realized, and I want to say within the last three years, let's say, I just realized my mother was a person. Wow. <laughs> it sounds funny, but like I never thought of her as a person. I just thought of that's mom. I always thought she was my mom. I forgot she had a life before me. I don't know if she went dating. I don't know if she went clubbing. I don't know anything for, for let's say... And it didn't matter it, to you. It didn't, because I'm like, that's that's yes. that's mommy. I don't know her That's her job. Life. That's what she does. She and that mom. was it, and I never realized that. And, and I remember one time, same thing. I'm talking to a, a doctor. This is a back doctor. My back was broken. And I was there, and I was talking to him. I don't know how it came in conversation. And this is a spine specialist. I'm talking to him, and I said, yo, uh, my father, I was like, one day he just left. Mm -hmm. I was like, I don't know. He just left. It sounded like I was sitting down having therapy, but with this guy who was my spine doctor. And he ended up saying, he said, you you ever asked him if that happened to him? Mm -hmm. He said, because maybe he did that because that's what he learned from somebody else because they did that to him. And then when he said that, I, I just paused and I, I like kind of looked away. I was like, I never even thought about that. I never even thought right. about his life before. And then that's when I realized my father was a person. So who knows Absolutely. what he was? He was fighting. Who yes. knows what he dealt with? Yeah. Who knows how he was raised? And then I finally, I finally went and I finally like spoke to him again as an adult. And I was like, oh, now I'm starting to understand. So a lot of people when they talk to their parents. They don't know anything. Like you know, your father is the the, the church guy, the pastor. Pastor. Well, what? What? Like, do you actually know the ins and outs? Do you know the details? Do you know mm-hmm. he's dealing right. with this? Do you know he's dealing with that? Do you know he used to get abused by his parents? Do you know? Like, do you know the background? Do you know who his grandfather is? Right. No, chances are you don't know anything about it. You just assume. Absolutely. So you put in. You don't take out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
And that's what a lot of people do. Like you were saying, you were just like boom, 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 and automatically there's there's that that reactive mind. Like like you you just a dog ready to bark, and you ain't even thinking about. Wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. You gotta take out and not put in. That's what a lot of people do. They 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 put in and they don't take out. Just to kind of just to kind of echo that, man. I I think that's um, that's so crazy because that's like so simplified, but it's so deep. (laughs) So. With my, with my parents, right, I look at them, and for me, they have really been the biggest blessing in my life for many reasons. Number one, people don't realize that the chances of us being alive, being born, actually making it to the promised land are one out of 400 trillion plus, right? So you ha- your, your parents had a better shot of hitting the lottery 10 times before conceiving you. That's, no, that's number one. Number two. You could have been an abortion. Your mom or your dad could have said, "Oh, you know what? I'm not. I'm not ready for this, right?" And then here's the bigger picture. I look at everything that my parents have done, whether it was good or bad, and thankfully they were able to provide me with more of the bad side, right? So they gave me love, they gave me a shelter, they gave me clothing, but they were able to provide me with the bad side because they were never taught certain things. Most people will classify it as bad. For me, if once you get to a certain level of maturity, you would interpret your parents like this. Everything that they've done in your life has been a sacrifice to teach you everything that you shouldn't become. Mm-hmm. So if your mom is struggling with X, Y, Z, then she's giving you something to reference to so that you don't become that. So that's the ultimate consequence. So now you can see the, you can see what the, what the outcome is and you can make the decision whether I want to become that or become different. The same thing with my father. So with both of them, I'm like, wow. I'm interpreting it like they sacrifice their well-being and their happiness so that they can teach me and my sister everything that they really want to become. Mm. So they're beautiful individuals, right? They had the right intention, but they didn't amount to their potential because they didn't have nobody teaching them and guiding them, mm. right? So ra- rather than me judging them and having this this like resentment towards them and having all of this bad energy towards them, as bad as sometimes you know the tension can be because you wish they were going to be different, I'm like, wow, if it wasn't for y'all, I wouldn't be the speaker. If it wasn't for y'all, I would probably be the one that need the alcohol. If it wasn't for y'all, I would probably be the one doing some crazy stuff. If it wasn't for y'all to teach me what to reference to, I would have probably not been this Jerry Rodriguez. So before judging your family members, before judging that alcoholic mm-hmm. uncle, before judging that, that abusive grandfather, before judging all of these people, if you look at these people as a reference of what you don't want to become, you, you can interpret it as they're sacrificing themselves so that you don't become that. And you can't lose like that. So now I have no bad energy towards nobody in my family, no bad vibes. As much as sometimes I'm like, I'm looking at my father and I'm like, yo, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Because you just want them to be better. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's not, it's not my responsibility exactly. anymore. You're in control of you. You're in control of you. And before, I think that with being a motivational speaker and helping people all around the world, the toughest thing for me to accept is wanting to help the people that I love and not being able to get through to them. Can't reach them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like I was telling him, you yeah, can leave the horse in the waters, but you can't make them drink. You can't, if you're a therapist, yeah. you cannot work with your family nor friends. If if you're if you're a basketball if you're a basketball coach, as much as you want to coach so, like somebody that you know, the relationship is gonna get compromised. Mm. So it's like, unfortunately, like for me, it's like as much as I want to help everybody, and if you want my advice, you want me to talk to you, I'll help you. But as far as like you paying for my services, I don't want to be held 
to that to that obligation because I may tell you something that's gonna bother you. This happened to me with one of my friends. One of my friends. Mm. I had a situation where we, you know, we ended up having a, a, a little therapy session or whatever. I gave them the raw truth, the same way I would tell anybody else. I treat, I tell them, when you're in my dungeon, when you're in my office, we're not friends. Mm. I'm sorry, we're not friends because if you want a yes man, if you want somebody that's gonna tell you everything that you want to hear, I'm not the person for you. I'm gonna tell you the raw truth. And fucking therapists want nowadays, they want to sugarcoat everything because they want you, they want you to keep coming back. No, I'm gonna give it to you how it is. So now what happens? Now I tell the individuals this, this, and this, and now they're holding that against me. Now they have this bad energy towards me because they were expecting for me to tell them what they wanted to hear and not the truth. So I can't, I can't, like, no disrespect, as much as I want to help people, we could do it through an informal conversation, but I can't do the whole serious sit down and have a session because you're going to end up not liking what I'm going to tell you because we're afraid of the truth, because we're afraid of change. And it's going to compromise the relationship because now people classify you like this guy thinks it's perfect. He thinks he's better than us and blah, 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 and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. Nah, I just want the best for you. And guess what? I don't have a lot of friends, but the quality of friendship that I have now, through the roof. Yeah. And little by little, people are bobbing and weaving the way out of my life because their true colors is ugly. Mm. So I'm not perfect, but when I say I'm a loyal friend, I haven't been loyal to, when it comes to my relationship. I'm not going to lie. When it comes to friendships... We're going to argue on who's going to take that bullet. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And, yo, for every po- not po- not even, for everybody that's listening to this right now, you when you're a true friend, for anybody that's listening right now, when you're a true friend, you're not a friend because of what you do in front of them. You're a friend because of what you do behind their back. So if you got somebody dissing your friend in front of you behind their back, it's your obligation to stand up for your friend when your friend is not there to represent themselves. It's your obligation if your girl's talking crap about your friend for you to be like, yo, babe, be quiet. I do not want to hear it. It's your obligation mm. to push your friend. It's your obligation to make your friend feel accountable. It's your obligation to believe in that person more than they believe in themselves. One friend, one caring friend could be the difference between somebody completing their dreams and somebody killing, taking their life away. Just remember that. The responsibility of friendships is crazy. People take that word and they say, Here's my, she's, my, she's my sis, that's my bro, that's my name, that's this, that's this. No, at the end of the day, there's a lot of false relationships, yo. When you really care about somebody, you're going to tell them the ugly truth on a consistent basis. And that's what people are afraid of, brother. Friendship is watered down. Yo, it's diluted. It's diluted to a point where it's like, there's, there's not much that's really yo, real. Yo, check this out. This, this is just an example. And I don't want to brag about how real I am. Even yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> even, even though I know I am. No, I know it. But, you know, I, I mean. Know it. Nah, I remember one time my boy, I'm going to try to not say names. It might slip out, but whatever. Uh, he went and, and only heard all this story. And maybe the, the few people I told we pulled up to MGM right there in Springfield. I'm about to leave. I'm leaving like the next week. I'm leaving to DR, I think, at, at that time. And right before I left, he's telling me, he's like, yeah, I'm about to, about to beat my case. Because I thought he was gone for sure. He thought he was gone for sure. Yeah. He's like, yo, I'm going to beat my case. He said, I think I'm going to beat it. I was like, for real? You're going to beat your case? I was like, for real? Tell me. Like, like, what happened? He was like, well, this and that happened. They found evidence. And... You know, it turns out, you know, the lady's not coming to court. And I was like, oh, word. I was like, damn. I was kind of hoping you went in for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, just so you can ju- just stop. Because he, w- he, w- he was on drugs. Yeah, yeah. And he needed to get clean a little bit. Like, he needed that mental break. Because, you know, when you get so stormed up, like, being around people, you don't know who you are. And I think people who are always around other people don't know themselves and don't want to know themselves. Because when they're alone... Them, them, them thoughts start to creep up. 
They start thinking about all that bad stuff. They start thinking about stuff they need to do. That's why they got to be high, so they ain't thinking so much. And even when they high and they alone, they have no high thoughts, and then they, they yeah, start yeah. going. So I told him, I was like, yo, like, I was kind of hoping you got locked up for a little bit. And I was like, like at least, like, you know, yeah. eight months, a year. Yeah. And he stopped, and he paused. But he didn't take it in an offensive way. I was a little bit surprised because this is the type of dude, like, previously he was that type of person, yeah, yeah, yeah. but he just paused, he went, and he kind of just, like, touched his, his, his face and said, I was kind of hoping the same thing because I wanted to get my head right. Right, right, right. He said, I wanted to get clean. I wanted to just be, you know, start from scratch. That's crazy, yeah. And that's the most deepest shit ever Deep. that you got to think, yo, I got to put myself in a compromising situation for me to break them chains of, mm-hmm. of that mental slavery, that prison that I am mentally, physically, yes. emotionally, and, and sometimes you need to. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of crazy. there's a lot of people right now, believe it or not, that are incarcerated without physically being incarcerated. Oh, yeah, of because of of the way that they think. And 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 I think that everybody needs to understand, man, that your mind is either serving you or it's hurting you. Yeah. And you're you're literally in control of all of that. And I don't think we realize how powerful thoughts and emotions mm-hmm. truly are. So is that you gotta ask yourself, what am I thinking about on a consistent basis? Where is my focus? What is it that I'm feeling? Because whatever it is that that you're experiencing is what you're gonna continue to experience until you decide to take control of your fate and and really write a new destiny. And it's like people, I, I, there's a lot of people that be like, oh, this is me, this is who I am. You know, or those people that'll be What's like, an yeah, or there's people that'll be like, oh, same shit, different day. If your life is the same mm-hmm. shit but a different day, mm-hmm. that means that you're not growing. And if you're this not shit, growing, this shit is broken. That means that you're done. <laughs> It's a problem. It's a a problem because at the end of the day, man, evolution is a beautiful thing. And I think that we all, growth is actually a human need. So there's six human needs. Growth is a human need. What's the other five? So we got certainty, right? The, basically, certainty is those people that everything has to be black and white. They like to stay in their same job. They want to stay in those same relationships. They want to, all of that. Uh, then we have uncertainty. Uncertainty is variety. You're a person that's uncertain. You like to kind of like, you're very spontaneous. Absolutely. You love adrenaline, things yeah. of that nature, right? Absolutely. Then you got the need to feel significant, which yeah. is why a lot of people do the whole game thing, the whole like mm-hmm. extra jewelry thing, tattoo thing. They want they want to feel like that significance. That so they're seeking that that validation. That's that's one of the things that I, that was me for a very long time. Yeah. And then you got the need of love. All of us, right? Yeah, yeah. And then we got the need of growth and then the need of contribution. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about life. Love. Growth and contribution are more spiritual needs, right? Mm-hmm. Those are the needs, believe it or not, that are the most fulfilling, mm-hmm. yet people prioritize those the least. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like ever since I found my, my sense of security as a person, ever since I became comfortable in my own skin, I fought my ego, I fought my insecurities, and I accepted Jeremy Rodriguez for who I am. Yeah. Now, my main things are growth because I want to continue to evolve so that I can pave the way for my children and become a better man and then contribution how can I make somebody's life better mm-hmm. so right now I don't have the most money I don't have the fanciest things right but my life the quality of my life is amazing because of how much I'm doing for other individuals so it's like if you want your life to change right now think about what you can do for another individual and those those positive emotions of, of that sequence of events that's going to happen are going to create some momentum in your own life because we're thinking about me, 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 me. Yeah. And a lot of times we want more money, we want more cars, we want more vacations because we're trying to suppress mm. our emotions, mm. right? 
So it's like, if I get this car, if I get this amount of money, if I get this jewelry, if I get this vacation, if I get this body, I'm going to get this outside validation, right? And I'm going to end up suppressing myself to the point where I feel good. But what happens? You become addicted to that. So yeah. you need that more and more yeah, and more and more. Bro, there's a lot of addicts without realizing that they're not, they're, they're not ad that are, they're addicts because they think, oh, I'm not shooting up, I'm not smoking all the time, I'm not drinking all the time. No, your addiction is suppression. Mm. Your addiction is validation, which is even worse because that means yeah. that you're never going to be happy until the day that you die. Ever. 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 You know what I'm saying? Well, so, uh, hold on, hold on. Nas, some, some seek fame because they need validation. Some say hating is confused admiration. Oof. <laughs> man, I've I mean, been on a roll. I've been balls, man. I got them right here. They're right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's crazy. It's crazy because we've been talking about that. We talked about that yesterday. We talked about that. We actually talk about that all the time. Just because it, it's almost like it, it's a cycle. It's such a, a thing. But you know, it's funny. Nobody would ever talk mm -hmm. about that. Like somebody's actually dealing with this type of nonsense. He's talking about. They're never gonna say it. No, of course, you know, because. It, it takes a lot to look inside yourself and be like, yeah, I do that. Oh, yeah, I, I do that. Yeah, I fuck up. Yeah, you know, I, I cheated on my girl. Yeah, I, I freaking did this, this, and that. Because you think people are going to look at you differently or, you know, uh, it's going to take away from who you are as a person. Right, right, right. Absolutely. And then people won't even listen to you. And that's really what it's around. It's around people around you because whether you want to influence people, at the end of the day, you're not, not going to be happy alone. Right, right. Like, I don't care what anybody mm -hmm. said. Like, oh, I like my alone time. Yeah, like, me too. Just not 24-7. Yeah, all day. I was like, if you really like your alone time that much, go go to solitary <laughs> confinement. See how happy you are in a week. Right, 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 right. <laughs> well, we, 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 believe it or not, believe it or not, like, we need that human interaction. Of course. Like, we were, right? We were designed that way. We were designed that way scientifically. Yeah. So, with isolation comes a whole lot of baggage right. and then what happens you can only be isolated for so long because by nature we need physical inter we need physical interaction mm -hmm. but but it's crazy because i used to be that guy that if you guys see pictures the chains the jewelry the the, the, the fancy shoes and all that so now if i buy that i'm doing it for me and not for the people which is oh it, it's so it, it, it's like a, a weight off of your shoulders mm -hmm. right like i just recently bought a car normally when i would buy something I would post it on social media mm -hmm. because it's, it's, a, it's a sense of uh, it's a sense of achievement, right? And I want to inspire people's status or whatever. I decided to not even post it because at the end of the day, now am I doing something for me or am I doing something for the people? Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. You see what I'm trying to say? So now my, my, my objective before it was like a it was like a double edged thing because I wanted to inspire people through my real yeah, story, yeah. but now I'm like. Do I inspire people through my real story? That's inevitable. You're going to hear the story eventually. But what about I teach you how is it that I'm doing? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Because every motivational speaker is like, you can do it. You can do it. Come on. You can do it. And but you're not sense. teaching me practicalities. Yeah. So now with my approach with these videos, like right now I've been releasing a lot of content because I really feel like every time I release a video, that can be the difference between life and death in somebody's life. In somebody's life. Right? So it's like I, ha I have this desire to no longer be concerned about numbers to be concerned about the actual outcome. So it's like, bro, what if this is the video that can make somebody prevent an argument or can make somebody stop a problem or can make somebody not kill themselves or can make somebody think differently? What about if that could be the video? So now it's like, I'm trying to release as many videos as I can, bro, because I just genuinely care for people. And I truly feel in my heart, as much as people will not admit it, there's a lot more people suffering, there's a lot more people depressed, and there's a lot more people struggling than they're, they, than they are, than people admit. 
And it's like, yo, I want them to understand that it's okay, man. You know, you, what you know what's crazy? I gotta, I gotta ask you a question because this is something that I struggle with. Yeah, yeah. Um, where do you find the line between showing people, like you said, like, oh, maybe I'll show them this to motivate them, yeah, yeah. and just doing it because, and like with with the inspiration, because you gotta show people, you gotta right. show and prove. For people to be like, oh yeah, I can grasp that. I can you know acquire whatever it is? I can, I can be that guy because that's essentially what we're trying to do to a certain extent. Yeah, yeah. Like even me, I'm I'm, I'm not you, but even me, well, you know, I travel, I box, you know, I, I do a million different things. Right, like right, I'm, right. I'm, I do everything. Right. But I post certain things, and I'm not doing it for me, mm-hmm. really. Like, I'm not doing it because I care what you say because I, I really don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, I gave that away a long time ago. Of course. So, I'm doing it to show, yo, you could do that. Like, it even gets to a point when people talk to me about, like, traveling and you're doing this, you're doing that. I just be like, yeah, I don't really like talk about it. I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to talk about it. Because right. it's like, if you're not really willing to do it, I was like, I don't want to have this conversation. But I do want to motivate you to come on this trip with Absolutely. me. Absolutely. To... to live a better life to not be as miserable as you are mm-hmm. to not just think it's it's about this nine to five with with the overtime so you leave at seven to go home to argue with your wife mm-hmm. and then go to bed and start all over you know get cancer at 50 and die right, right. like that's what i'm trying to avoid right, yeah. <laughs> but that's, that's what people are are, are are doing so i'm trying to find a line like like with you mm-hmm. like not showing them too much but mm-hmm. showing them just enough yeah it's, it's a weird line I don't, I don't know where to go like sometimes i'm like you know what i want to show them i just got this new whip mm-hmm. i want to show them i just got this new job but then the other time, I'm like, am I doing that for me or am I doing that for them? If Even if I show them, are they going to learn from it? Or is it just going to be like, ah, right, right. I don't care. And and I think that's 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 the line right there, though. The line is the intention, mm. right? So, like, for example, you could post a picture of you on a vacation with the intention to tell people, yo, you know what? It's possible, right? I came from where you came from. Yeah. I started where you started from. It's possible, look mm-hmm. at where I am. And as long as you, the human being, understand the intention and, and understand that you're not doing it to belittle somebody, you can go to bed at night being comfortable, right? Because there's a lot of people right now, we're living in an age where everybody's a highlight reel. Everybody's posting all of the good. Everybody's posting that they're popping because they want to be relevant in conversation and they want to be relevant to their peers, right? Yeah. But here's, here's what I find worse. I don't find you posting a picture on vacation, showing people that it's possible, that you can do it being bad. I find that you fronting with something that is not yours, you're doing something that you can't afford, you buying that purse that is going to leave you that broker or over Jaffe's, you're doing that to try to prove to other people that you're doing it when in reality you're not. So like right now, especially especially like out here, right, in, in, in any urban city, we want to actually look like we're doing it without really doing it. And what I find is the more you're really doing it, the less you have to show. So like you got people that have the crazy whip, Crazy, yo, their shoe game is through the roof. Their jewelry game is through the roof, but they're sleeping in the attic or they're sleeping on mama's couch or they're still struggling with a 500 credit score. Bro, I'm in my 30s and I'm still working on my credit score because I used to be that dude that wanted to boast it. I wanted to prove that I was doing it. All that's showing is that you're insecure. So with you, you got a good sense of self-esteem. You got a good sense of confidence. You got a good sense of who you are. You knowing your intention, brother, you may be helping people more than you realize. Those other people that have to worry about, damn, you know what? Like, this is not really who I am. They, yo, can you just think about Mm. what they must be going through for people to find out 
the truth about who they really are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's depressing, bro. That that that's got that's gotta be extremely hard because people want to be liked about what they have rather than who they are. Yeah. Ooh. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I'd rather be fuck. I'd rather have nothing and people be like, yo, this individual just every time he comes around, he is a light to my darkness. Than to be like, yo, that dude's car is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause that dude's car is crazy. It's not doing nothing for them. Mm. Damn, that dude's house is crazy. That's not doing nothing for them. It may motivate them a little bit, but when you commit, like, people go off of an emotion. Mm. The only way to leave a lasting impression on an individual is make them feel some type of way. Yeah. And when you can bring true value to somebody's life with just your energy, not with what you have, with oh, just your energy, yeah, I, bro, they will remember you forever. Oh, I thank you for saying that so much, man, because, like, I've had this this spar, this verbal spar in session with my sister, and my sister is quote-unquote successful. But as she tried to say, my hair was a mess. It was like before I got my dreads really like tightened yeah, yeah, yeah. up, before they started locking. So they, they look, you go through an ugly phase. I was like, it is what it is. And then my sister's like, yo, cut your hair, do something. Like she just called me ugly or whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, I don't care. I should be able to go into a room with some flip flops, so, some sweatpants and a white tee. And I should everybody should respect me just by the way I speak because what I speak speaks volumes. I always said when I was younger, I said, yo, I will bag any girl... With a white tee, some flip-flops, and some sweatpants because the way I speak should should separate me from the 20 other dudes who have the same Jordans, mm-hmm. the same, the same, the, the same whatever, Anichi shirt, or mm-hmm. then Anichi, that's all, the same Gucci shirt, <laughs> the same, you know, the same yeah. stuff, because at the end of the day, their clothes are original, and that, right. and that's the big difference, yeah, yeah. but it all comes from the mouth, it's not coming from things, because things, anybody could acquire it, mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Absolutely. It all, it all, it all goes back to are they willing to give you the chance? Right. Because people look at you visually and they judge you just by what they see. No, you telling me I got this America. No, you know, you know what's even, <laughs> you know what's even crazier though. What's even crazier is that this is this is like mind blowing right now. What really speaks is your aura, mm. right? And whatever people you're in front of, that's the frequency that aligns you to that individual. So, why do I say that? So, clothes, jewelry, haircut, whatever the case may be. Aura is something that doesn't lie. Clothing lies. Because your clothing could be nice, but your, your inside could be ugly. You see what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Because it's underdeveloped. So, we call that discernment. It's discernment, yeah. Mm. So. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. What, what the hell is that? Right, in Christianity, <laughs> there's, a, there's, a, there's a spiritual gift called discernment. The spirit of discernment uh, will allow you to see through. What this person is trying to present, mm-hmm. the spiritual gift. Um, so that when you when you meet somebody, brother, energy doesn't lie. That's a very true. They don't have to say anything. Yeah. Energy doesn't lie. So it's like those people that are very certain about themselves and they're very confident about themselves. They don't gotta say much because the result is gonna speak for themselves. Absolutely. Now it's those people that are insecure that are the most loud, that feel like they have the most approved, exactly. that feel like they have to have that validation because. They're not 100% comfortable in their own skin. Mm-hmm. So it's that like you are actually an inspiration for those ready to be inspired, and you're a threat for those that are not ready to be inspired because your certainty comes from within, not from without. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Dick, 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 dick. Right, we, we took a couple bars in this one. Bro. Yeah. Well, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm going to put a little clips, and I'm going to just listen to them in the morning. Yeah. Go be, what do you call it, the night nighttime... Uh, uh, affirmations. 
I'm just put it back and just hear my voice and be like, uh-uh. Okay, nah, brother, for, for real, for real, bro, you, you speak you speak very well, bro. Like, you speak very mm-hmm. well. Like, the way you articulate your words. Really? Like, everything. I mean, I'm, and I'm telling you straight up. Like, if, if it wasn't true, I wouldn't tell you. But you... You speak very well, you know what I'm saying, and, and I want you, and I want your voice to be heard even more, brother. Because yeah. you got you got some great wisdom inside of you. You got some great experiences to back that up. So never be afraid to, to project whatever they feel. You, you know what's funny? I'm gonna keep it real with y'all. I know I got I, I got like a God-given ability when it comes to speaking, and I'm not talking about just speaking like in this sense because this is honestly like somewhat of a newfound, you know, uh, yeah. motivational type of whatever because I'm not trying to be motivational it's just who I am yeah. but um I, I it's it's still like a lot of people don't say it, but you still have that fear like sometimes I want to do what you're doing yeah, yeah. keep it 100% yeah, yeah. I want to do what you're doing I just don't have the balls yet right right I know maybe down along the road mm-hmm. I will but I don't want to put myself in that position right. just yeah. yet exactly but I just ride the wave and when, when it's time to get ready, I'm going to make that choice to do it. But the thing is, is, is the weird part, like when I talk about that or anything, like I want, I want to do so many different things. Yeah. I, could, I could go down the list. Like you said, I'm uncertain, so I just go. Of course. Yeah. And um, you're never going to be ready for a lot of things. Never. Like that's why I uh, to be a pastor. One of my favorite... One of my favorite quotes, I'm probably gonna get Ted. Let me get Ted next week, but he who is not courageous enough to take risks in life will accomplish nothing. Absolutely. And that comes from Muhammad Ali. And it, it's true. Mm-hmm. Because yo, dude, the first time I actually went somewhere was was Indonesia out of all places. Right. And I was in 2016. And I went I was planning on going alone. I ended up with this dumbass Dave. But <laughs> you know here. But um yeah, I just went and I just I just booked it. Ever since then, I'm like, all right, I'm ready to make a chance. But just something so minuscule, so mm-hmm. small, I was just like, yo, it was like six weeks out. I was like, I'm booking this, I'm doing this, every single thing. When I went to Puerto Rico, I was I was drugged the fuck up on cocaine. It was it was freaking a Saturday, and I was like, what am I doing? I'm a fucking loser. Yeah. Uh, like really, I just had a thing. I was like, I'm a fucking loser. I was gonna kill myself this very same year, and then. Bam, I just woke up and I was like, let me go. It was a, it was a Saturday, go, going on a Sunday. I booked my ticket for Monday. I left, went to Monday, boxed there for like three years, came back over here, and then I, I started uh, uh, really redeveloping myself. I went to Boston. My mom kicked me out of the house. I was like, all right, let me go to Boston. Mm-hmm. And then I just figured things out, just figuring things yeah. out. But the thing is, is not to be timid because, that yo, that, that fear of starting something... That fear, yo, it's crazy because that's the biggest fear of them all. No matter what you say, the biggest fear is failure. What are you afraid of? Failure. You got to fail in order to It's just not an obtainable fear, so you don't think about it. But me, I felt so much. My boy came to my crib yesterday, and he's probably listening right now. I'm not going to say his name. But he came by, and he was telling me about a bunch of stuff and this, this, and that. I was like, yo, dog, I failed so much now. I failed so much that... I don't even... It doesn't phase me no more, mm-hmm. dude. If I go outside my house and my, my car tire is flat, I'm going to say at least I got a car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Failure doesn't determine outcomes. If, I, if I'm late to work and I might get fired, I'm going to say, well, at least I got a job if he doesn't fire me. If I get fired, I'm going to be like, at least I know I could get another job. Mm-hmm. I'm young. I'm, phys- I'm physically able to do whatever it is I want. Mm-hmm. I was like, if, if, if I got to uh, sleep outside, I'm going to be like, well, good thing the weather's warm. Right. 
<laughs> so it's always a good thing, but it all came. I'm just saying one more thing. I, it all came from failing so much that it it doesn't phase me no more. It's expected. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen over and over and over again. And then once you get that that victory, it's it's gonna feel like 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 Jesus himself hugged you. Absolutely. That's that's powerful, brother. Here here's the thing about the word failure. I think the word failure is misused way too many times. Because the only way to actually fail at something is by not making the attempt. Because anything that you attempt to do, regardless of the outcome, is experience. How can you tie that down as failure when you attempted something? Right? So we, we measure things by we accomplished it or we didn't accomplish it rather than we tried it. No, at the end of the day, brother, if you don't get all of those experiences under your belt, it's never going to build character for you to amount to the level that you really want to amount to. So, the thing about fear is this. Why are people why are people afraid? Right? Because they're not in tune with themselves. So, fear is an illusion that we make real based on how we mismanage our thoughts and emotions. So, it's like, what about if we can turn fear on fear? What if I could become... So scared to fear that that is what drives me to actually act, right? So the only way to actually act is if the desire to succeed is stronger than the feeling of fear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. So so right now, right, a lot of times we go, we're going 100 miles an hour, we're going 100 miles an hour, we're going 100 miles an hour. And we were to really disconnect from our phones, from social media from everything and really ask our intuition what's there. Our intuition is there to serve us. Whatever's there is there for a reason. So like for example, if you want to do what I do with the whole speaking thing or whatever, if that intuition is there and you have the desire to do it, just fast forward your life to 90 years, right? And reflect back at this moment and reverse engineer it. Wow, what if I'm now 90 years old, I don't have the energy, I'm looking at all of my life on my last bed, what if I could take this moment back? When I started doing videos, bro, to this day, ask my son how many videos we've been having to do. Bro, stuttering, messing up, stuttering, messing ah. up. It's ridiculous, right? But for me, what's scary is not knowing who I can help because I was afraid of mm. that judgment. That for me is scary. What's scary is not knowing what I could have amounted to because I didn't take that leap. For me, that's scarier. And we're living in a world where people are dying without living because mm-hmm. the only way that you're actually living is if you're fulfilling your purpose here in life. How do you find your purpose? By living your passion. With passion, you end up having a purpose. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If we can find what we love to do, whether it's cleaning, cooking, basketball, singing, whatever, we can find what we love to do. We have an obsession behind that, right? We become so upset that we become great at that. Now we're able to monetize that. Now you're giving this earth your life's purpose. And, and I feel, um, obviously based on my own personal experience, that everything in my life, good or bad, shaped me into the man that I am today. Of course. Um, and, 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 and I believe, because of my faith in Christ, that, that everything was allowed. Everything was, was meticulously placed. Um, and I had to make the decision to want to yes. be purposeful versus uh, to continue uh, 
uh, to repeat the lessons over and over again because everything's a lesson in life. Right. Everything that we go through is a lesson, the good, the bad, um, the not so good. Everything's everything's a lesson, um, and it molds us into who we were designed to be right. by God, by the Creator, and um, so what we're living today is accumulative, mm-hmm. right? All the experiences that we accumulated throughout our lives, all the exams that we took and passed or failed, um, but none of it goes to waste. Absolutely. Absolutely, none of it goes to waste. Mm-hmm. Everything is useful, the, the, the good experiences, the bad experiences, everything that, that I have gone through, uh, the things that made me cry, the things that made me laugh, the things that made me happy, the things that made me mm-hmm. depressed at times. All of that is a learning experience, and all of it has allowed me to, as you, motivate people, mm-hmm. as you uh, teach people the way, how to do it correctly, how to, how to go about making the correct decision that I didn't have, it wasn't written for me. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my experiences were the ones that taught me right, right. how to get there, you know, and, and, and that's good, man. Yeah. It's, 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 cra- it's crazy, man, like, you know, hey, wisdom, wisdom. Yeah, this is this is this is great stuff, man. I, I wish I wish that sometimes I, sometimes I wish that people would understand like how how dedicated and invested I am in my craft. You know, somebody somebody posted today on social media. If you're you know if you're pre, if you're preaching something and and I don't know who who he was talking to who he was talking about, but they said if you're preaching something if you're helping people out if you're if you're doing it as a profession and you're getting paid for it right you should be getting a degree mm-hmm. right but here's my thing what can a degree teach that, that you can actually apply in real life that an experience can't really teach so it's like i've had i've had people come to me that have been going to therapists that have doctorate degrees and this is no pun intended and no disrespect to nobody but I got people that have been coming to me, that have came to me, that were seeing therapists, that were seeing doctors, that were seeing all of these people. And with one session, not that I changed them completely, but I changed their perspective on life. So imagine if I was to believe somebody like that, that posts a status like that, right? And I don't allow my passion and my care for humanity really dictate the results that I'm after. That's what stops people. We have this perception that we need a degree, that we got to have this, that we got to have that, that we got to have that. No, when you're passionate and obsessed at what you do, life is not only life is going to teach you some stuff, but it's like, it's like if you're a singer, you study that craft. So for me, people don't realize this. People don't realize that I've invested well over $50,000 in just seminars. People don't realize that I've invested. Bro, how often do I see videos at the house? For how long? <laughs> Brother, I'm literally watching videos for everybody that, for everybody, and, and this is, again, no pun intended, for everybody that thinks this is hot house for me, I literally go to bed 2 or 3 in the morning, figuring out, studying, reading, researching, how can I help people with their quality of living? What can I do to improve my life so that I can help other people? I'm doing this every single day, and I've been doing this consistently for nine years. Years, brother, nine years of straight honoring the craft and research. Yo, and to this day, there's stuff that I'm still like, damn, Jeremy, you still do that? Damn, Jeremy, you still do that? Damn, Jeremy, you still do that? Because I've been me for so long that you're not going to just change it overnight, right? So it's like, 
you know, when people do the in indirect posting and do the shit talking and do all of this stuff, and I'm, I, I just really wish that they can have a camera follow me everywhere so that they can see how invested I am in the human race. Because it's like from the outside, people are like, oh, this guy wants attention, this guy, this guy wants money, this guy wants this, this guy wants that. At the end of the day, what price can you put on life? You can't put a price on that. What price can you put on somebody that's giving you wisdom, perspectives, and support that is helping you reshape, rebuild your life completely? What price can you put on that? You can't. So before, I used to feel guilty for charging people to speak. I used to feel guilty for, for coaching people. I used to feel guilty. That used to be my dilemma. But I'm like, what price can you put? How much money don't people spend on alcohol, on weed, on cigarettes, on drugs, on clothing, on jewelry, on experiences, on all of these things that they get zero return on that investment? Mm -hmm. But yet judging somebody that is actually got the right intention to genuinely help. How many steps? Like people, the people that are like, oh, this guy is fake. This guy just wants attention. Bro, I've been doing statuses for how long? Go back on my Facebook all of these years. And the statuses that I write is not no copy and paste. It's not no me taking anybody else's content and stuff that I write. How many videos haven't I been doing as imperfect as all of my shit has been? Yo, years. And it's like, imagine if I was to go by those people's opinions. And why do I say that? I don't say that to make this about me. I say that because if you have a desire, Momo, if you have a desire, brother, you got to go in full throttle on that desire. Because there's nothing like you having a desire... And you growing old and having that regret because of what? Because yeah. a couple of opinions? Because a couple of because of what? Because at the end of the day, the only opinion that matters is what you think about yourself and your life. Because when was the last time you seen two people leaving a casket together? Never. So nobody's opinion of me ever matters. If you're giving me something positive and constructive, thank you very much. I appreciate it. If you're doing it from a negative standpoint, guess what? That's your business. That's not my business because I can guarantee you that you're not leaving with me and my casket together. So anybody that has anything to say about me, that's your problem. That's no longer my problem. So it's like one of the things that I, that I do on my social media, right, is that if anybody was to ever write anything negative, you're getting blocked automatically. You don't, you don't belong in my life. Why am I going to give that a reaction? If you're helping me, that means that you're going to hit me up and be like, hey, listen, what do you think about this, Jeremy? Or maybe you should try this. Or maybe what about this perspective? But if you're doing it from a hate, of, from a standpoint of hate, and you're trying to defame whatever I'm doing, you don't belong in my world. So I got people, my block list, bro, I got literally over 10,000 people on my block list to this day. Why? Because your opinion is not going to deteriorate me. Your negative emotions are not going to deteriorate me. Your, your lack of love towards humanity is not going to deteriorate me. I just, you don't belong in my world, and I've, I've made it a habit to learn how to cut people off. If you want my help, I got your back 100%. But if you're trying to come at me and you're not trying to help me, that means that you don't belong in my life. See you later, alligator. Waste of time. See you later. Yeah. Bro, 7.4 billion people in this world, you're telling me that you're going to give energy to the people that don't want good for you? How does that make sense? Bro, I, I, I would be literally hurting people or people would be hurting me left to right, right to left because those people that are insecure feel like they got something to prove. So for me, I don't have nothing to prove. Yeah. Guess what? My kids are happy. I got food on my table. I got clothing on my back. You, if you're not helping me out and, and you're not getting inspiration from me and you're not a genuine friend, you don't belong in my life. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. They say like uh, uh, elephants don't pay attention to ants. Matter of fact, elephants don't see the ants. You don't see it. You don't see it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I think the worst part about it, you know what I think is sad? I think it's sad if I was to talk crap about you and then yo tengo la vergüenza de la mano. 
Wow. But it happens way more often than. Wow. Bro, that happened to yeah, me. Shit. I was in a I was in a baby shower. There was there was literally people with my name and their mouth in a negative way. I went over there, said what's up or whatever. And I said what's up because I just wanted to see what their character stands at. So once I'm able to identify that, thank you. That's all I need. Because when you're when somebody really cares for you, they're gonna tell you, yo, Papi, I think you should work on this. Yo, listen, I think I I, I really you know I want to give you my, my honest opinion. They're gonna tell you. They're not gonna tell everybody else. So if they're telling everybody else, that means that they don't care about you. Man, that that, that uh, that's crazy, man. Especially because I said that the other day. I said uh. Uh, Malcolm X quote said, uh, I have more respect for a man who lets me know where he stands, whether he's right or wrong, than a man who comes out to me like an angel, but it's nothing but a devil. Yo. So them, them devils, you know, they go and shake your hand, and it's like, dude, wasn't you saying that? It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. It's Absolutely. like, yo, you ain't going to give me your hand? I was like, mm-hmm. you, you a devil. Show, mm-hmm. me, sh- show me you a devil, though. Absolutely. Don't, don't, don't front like an angel. Yeah. Don't be a pastor sleeping with other women.
they continue to nourish the who I was. They're waiting, they're waiting. Yeah, but you don't, you don't think there's... Okay, I'm going to tell both of you guys, because you guys actually have, like, I guess, I don't even know what you call it, influence, I guess. Yeah, you do don't you feel... Yeah. Well, you, have <laughs> you have a positive influence. Let me yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You do too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I don't... Yeah. I, 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 I put out what I can, and that's it. The rest, you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edit! You know, <laughs> no, but um, when you have like a position, like let's say, um, let's say the, the 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 governor of Puerto Rico, when he was saying all that stuff, do you not have to hold somebody like him in a higher place when it comes to certain fundamental things? You're held to a higher standard, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you drop the ball, you gotta be able to, you know, know. That you There's consequences. Oh, Absolutely. Exactly. If I were to fail my wife at that degree, yeah. if I were to be caught in the act of adultery, if I were to be caught in that act, if I was to confess that act, um, I wouldn't expect to be the pastor of my church still. Mm -hmm. I would. I need to sit back. I need to reflect on this, and I need to grow. Mm -hmm. All right. That's that's the consequences from my actions. But you can't tell me as a human that I'm supposed to meet those standards that you have. Created in your mind. That's why a lot of people don't go to church. Yeah. Because you're like, oh, the people in church, and so they're, they're in church, and sometimes they're the worst. Mm -hmm. Okay, because Jesus said, I didn't come for the people that are here. The doctor doesn't come for the people that are here. He comes for the people that are sick. Mm -hmm. So the church is the hospital. This is where people go. To, they come to recuperate. They come to to be healed. They come to to be to 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 be strongholds to be broken. Mm -hmm. But that don't make them perfect. Mm -hmm. And that don't make me perfect because I'm the leader. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Are there consequences for my actions? Absolutely. There were consequences for the governor of Puerto Rico. He no longer can be the governor of Puerto Rico, but that doesn't mean he can never do anything in the government again. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? This, so this just happened. To, this funny. This just happened to me recently. So I had a situation where I tried to address somebody about something in a in a you know regular manner. So I address I address, I tried to address them. They ignored me. I tried to address them. They ignored me. So then I addressed them in a very aggressive way, which is <laughs> honestly it was out of character, right? And I take responsibility. Like I apologize to them. I take responsibility, but I'm like, people will see that and they won't see the attempts to try to do it the right way. So everybody will see the reaction, but and they, but they don't see what caused that reaction. And mind you, of course, so you have to have more poise. You have to have more patience. Absolutely. But the truth of the matter is this. Their, fir their, their first initial thing was, oh, wow, a motivational speaker talking like this? Guess, guess what? See what I'm talking about? This is, like I tell, this is like I tell everybody, right? I'm a human being before I'm a motivational speaker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not a, first of all, like, passion, I think, is a different thing because that's more biblical, right? Yeah. Motivational speaking, all I'm basically trying to do is help you see life a little bit differently, motivate you whenever you need motivation, give you some hope, give you some wisdom, give That's you some perspective. It's the same yeah, thing. same thing. You know, you got the, the, the Bible thing, the spiritual, the spiritual thing or whatever. It. So it's like, when people be like, oh, you're a motivational speaker, you do this, you do this. I'm a human being. <laughs> I would not, I wouldn't, my, my goal, and it's been with this whole peace, love, and unity thing. Bro, peace, love, and unity all the way. You're in my face and you try to disrespect me. You're not going to disrespect me physically. You're just not. I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and be like, okay, I'm a motivational speaker. I can't do nothing. I can't do nothing. No. Because at the end of the day, you're still a human being. you got to defend your physical character. Right. That's right. right. And, and it's like, the only reason why I reacted like that. I don't walk around with a gun for no reason. 
<laughs> the only reason why I reacted like that to Lisa Village was because this is how I felt. Tell me what do you guys think about this. Everybody talks about everybody a lot of times, right? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. When you consider somebody your friend and they talk about you, mm-hmm. that's a different ballgame. That's mm-hmm. betrayal. And that's, that's, that's betrayal. That's betrayal. Betrayal comes from within. That's a different ballgame. So it's like for me, yeah. it's like I said, you're not my friend because of what you do in front of me. You're my friend because of what you do behind my back. And if behind my back, these are the true colors that are coming about, that means that you're not my friend. So if I'm reacting a certain way, you got to deal with that. I don't got to deal with that. Because that, that that's the reaction that you deserve. Yeah. You were my friend. Now, all these people that talk crap, you talk crap. You do what you want. That's none of my business, whatever. If I consider you my friend, now you're betraying me. I opened doors to my crib. Mm-hmm. Now you're betraying me. Now that's a different ballgame. That's exactly why, bro, whoever's, whoever's listening to this, be mindful of who you call your friend. Absolutely. And make sure that whoever is your friend, they don't need nothing from you. They don't want nothing from you. They simply love you for who you are. So, like, I got this group of individuals, right? Colombians and a couple of other gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Bro, we don't need nothing from each other. It's all genuine love. It's all genuine respect. Like, I could bring my family to them. They could bring my family to me. We vibe. We rock out. We do all of that. We talk about each other's, each other's stuff. We push each other. We got a group chat where it's like, yo, how you doing? How's everything? Whatever, whatever the case may be. Yeah. If I feel like there's a cancer in that group, mm. yo, listen, that guy got to go. No disrespect, but I just can't affiliate myself with that person. Mm-hmm. That's a big reason, bro, and, and this is not... To toot my own horn or be, be or, or belittle anybody, I don't take a picture with everybody. Yeah. Be why? Because I can't take a picture with you knowing that you're doing some cowardly stuff behind my back. Yeah. I just can't do it. No. And I've taken pictures with individuals that I had a cut recently that I'm posting them proudly when they were not as proud of me as I was of the relationship. Yeah. <laughs> wow. And it's crazy when you think about yeah. that. So it's like every single have a have a three month thing. Almost consider like your like your taxes, right? You gotta pay your, when you got businesses, you gotta pay your taxes. Your due diligence is to pay taxes on your own persona, who still belongs in your life. Because just because somebody been in your life for a year, don't mean that they belong to be there that next year. Just yeah. because somebody been doing right for you five years, sometimes that comfort is what's stopping you from growing. You see what I'm trying to say? Yeah. And, and some people are good for you for a season. But that's, that's it. That's and it. it's okay. And it's the okay. next season, that's it. It's, it's okay. okay. It's because people only your friends when it's convenient. Some people, some yeah, people. yeah, of course. So, yeah, those the people friends. that I, have, the, the friends that I have right now that I really consider friends, I feel like that's a life, like that's a life, like I just feel, and I know that I'm not wrong. I just know that that's a lifelong thing. Yeah. Now, do I want to add to that circle of friendship? Of course, because you you want to have different different avenues. You know, you want to have different resources. But the circle of friends that I have now, I can confidently say, yo, you know what? These people are my friend, and if they choose not to be my friend at some point. That's okay because at the end of the day, nothing lasts forever, anyways. Mm. Souls, I'm just add our, our souls do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah, like yeah. a physical. Yeah, and, and, and I think that sometimes people have a big problem with that. They feel like they they feel like something has to last forever. Like I had a friendship of 15 years. We did everything together. I literally considered that man my son. We grew apart. I'm not bad mouthing him. I'm not criticizing him. I'm not dogging him. We grew apart. Thank you for the 15 years. That's all it is. Absolutely. That's all Thank it is. you for the 15 years. What am I going to do? Dog you because all of a sudden you're not my friend? And that's what so many people do. Oh, that person is fake. That person this. That person that. Bro. It's all lessons. It's all lessons. And, and, and it's like like this, this, I don't know, this predetermined expectation that expectation no, nobody even, like, where did you get that from? Like, 
It, but it's almost like a sense of entitlement. Like, you feel entitled. You're like, wait, what do you mean you're not going to be there forever? Yes. And it's and like, yo, I don't owe you nothing. Nothing. I think, I think. And you don't owe me? The quicker we understand that uh, the less we expect from people, the better we are off um, mentally and spiritually, the better we're going to be in life, the more uh, effective we're going to be in life. Um, because when, like, when I say expectations is a killer, I mean it. Like, I mean that 100%. This is coming from the past. Yes. Um, yeah. I've, I, I've learned to, to quit expecting from people and just take it as a bonus when it happens. Mm -hmm. Because many times as a leader, um, as an influencer, uh, at the begin at my first steps, I, 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 I felt betrayed, I felt uh, dishonored, I felt uh, uh, as, a, as though I wasn't sufficient because somebody else wasn't doing their thing. Mm, yes. They yes. weren't pulling their own weight. And when I stopped expecting that from people, I was a lot more peaceful. Oh, yeah. Yo, imagine, imagine this. So you can take it a, a, a step deeper. Imagine if we could trade expectation to appreciation. Mm. Imagine that. Exactly. So now, rather, rather than me expecting you to do anything, I appreciate and embrace whatever you do. So rather than me expecting for everybody to love me, for those that don't love me, thank you because for all that trash talking that you're doing, you're teaching me patience. Mm -hmm. You're teaching mm. me character. You're teaching me things that people that love me can can't probably not teach me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? And if you yeah. appreciate everything, you can't lose it. Yeah. yeah. Literally, like, you can't lose it. Like anything. I said earlier, not teaching somebody something is teaching somebody. Yeah. yeah. You gotta you gotta let the, the the weeds grow with the grass. You gotta mm. let the weeds grow with the grass. Okay. And, and then and then when it gets big enough. And 
I spoke to him afterwards, and then he was like, yeah, he's like, motivational dude. He was like, oh, that, that dude in the streets and this, this, and that. Like, he badmouthed you. Yeah, like, yeah, for real. I was like, I don't think he is now. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I know that was some years ago, but that that's what he's saying. That just shows, like, the, the first reaction to yeah. mind is like, hey, why don't you just be like, yeah, I see him doing this thing. Because, mm-hmm. you know, like, there's two things. One might have been true, probably not. But mm-hmm. still, it was like, it was just crazy because we react to negative or react negative. People will always highlight the negative before. But it's up to you to actually decide, you know, you're going to do this, this, and that. I don't like negativity. I remember it's the same dude. I was in the whip with him and, and, a, and another friend. Both of them had a fallout. Me, I'm not the type of person to be like, if you ain't cool with my friend, you ain't cool with me. Yeah. I'm just like, you know, I just well, keep neutral, it yeah, neutral yeah. 100%. So I got in the car, and then this guy's trying to tell me about their fallout. And I just try to say, yo, like, in the car, I was like, yo, dude, I'm in the car with you. He ain't here. Mm-hmm. I'm in the car with you, and he ain't here. And then he's like, yeah, but bro, this and that. And he kept trying to tell me. I was like, bro, he's not here right now. I'm in the car with you. I'm trying to talk to you. What are you up to? What have you been doing? I don't want, uh, I hate gossip, man. Yeah, it's, it's so Especially when it's coming from from grown ass men talking yeah. about oh, yeah, well he did did and be like shut up I don't care what he did I don't want to know. So yeah, so so finishing my <laughs> statement here. So when I when I saw you coming up with the videos and I saw you coming up with the posts and the statuses, um, I was like I was trying to fit I was trying to fill you up just like yeah, I yeah, yeah. anybody you know like, this guy real. And when I saw you stick to your guns because there's a lot of fakes out there there's a lot of imitators there's a lot of people that come out for a season and then they're gone. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, me not knowing you, so me not knowing you, I was like, I'm trying to fill this guy out. Is he, is he actually for real? What he's doing? Is he really trying to inspire you to be, or is he just trying to inspire something so that he can get fame off of it? Yeah. But then the more I saw your videos, the more I saw your content, I love the content. I was like, wow, this guy, this guy is the real deal. Mm-hmm. This guy's actually trying to change. And I, and I told him at the uh, at the barbershop, I was like, most yeah. of the time you see this coming from. from "Quote unquote Christian people, right?" Yeah. And I was like, "For him to be doing it, yeah. it goes to prove that, you know, although I, I my my desire is for everybody to be saved and to find their way to Jesus, it goes to prove that you can do good. You can do good apart from being a Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, there's also you know there's a flip side to the coin. There's also Christians that don't do good, um, and, and, and that's just the reality of life. And, and to see you doing that and being inspired at that that sense, I said God is using you." Mm-hmm. I told you that at the barbershop, um, but at, at the level that you're at right now, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, and, and that's awesome that you're doing that. It inspires me to 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 keep pushing forward and inspiring people at my level of influence. Absolutely. And it's all about it's all about that, right? Level of influence. We've been talking about it. Mm-hmm. Influence the, the the sphere of of people that God has allowed in your life, family, mm-hmm. your, your coworkers, your, mm-hmm. your peers. You know, in my in my situation, in the church that He allowed me to lead, um, and it's awesome what you're doing. And, and uh, obviously. Whatever we can do to help, you yeah, know, to, to, yeah. to further that, yeah. interest-free, mm-hmm. interest-free, because I got my own stuff that I got yeah. that I got to deal with too, and, and uh, I, I'm just happy that in this region we are able to impact uh, the people the way that we are able to impact them. There's not, a, you know, it's not, it's not many people that I can name off the top of my head that I can be like, hey man, they're actually impacting the people. Yeah. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, like, even what we're talking about right now, these conversations are needed, whether there's a oh, camera yeah. behind this. Yeah, side. exactly. Like, exactly. this is the biggest thing. Like, I was telling him, I've been listening to podcasts maybe a few years now, and just the way it's pretty much the setup, like, because 
this cannot be there, that cannot be there. We're going to be having this conversation regardless. Mm-hmm. Just because mm-hmm. this is just us. Three yeah, real ones. Not scripted. And, and, and a future real one. And we just having it. This is the conversation you should be having. If you're not having these kind of conversations, then maybe you should uh, switch up uh, the group you're with. Absolutely. Because yeah. there be some people who dumb, dumb it down, yeah. dumb it down, and be like, ah, come on. And then my own purpose and why, why, why I jumped on this with him is to show people that you know, I could be relatable still. Yeah. So as a pastor, you know, Absolutely. What I mean? coming from the, the 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 life that I experienced that you guys experienced, um, I can still be relatable. Like I don't have to be this. Oh, I'm a pastor. I'm holy. Yeah. Follow me. Follow my lead. No, right. I want to be. I want to be human. I want to be vulnerable. I want to be in the mix yeah. because I believe that's what Jesus would have done. Yeah. He would have been in the mix. He came inside with the sinners, with the prostitutes, with the thieves. Yeah. That was his life. Because that's who he came to save, right? Um, so that's why I joined up with him. And I said, man, let's, let's get real. Like, well, let's, and let's and get you, know, you know why he did it? He did it because somebody, some very sexy guy with dreadlocks who's sitting right here right now, gave him a push. <laughs> yeah, so I, had, I had the money. I had the equipment. I had the stands. I had everything. Everything. The yeah. software. I had everything. But I didn't have that push. I was just like, yo, come on. We got to stop thinking. We got to just do it. We got to do it. I was just preoccupied with the church and what I got to do. I mean, it's a whole other mission over there. Um, And when he said that, I was like, bro, I got the mics. He was like, yeah, right. I got the mics. I got the the other mics. I got everything that we need. And here we are. Now, obviously, guys, I apologize for the quality of the video. Um, we this my new iPad was glitching out left and right. If there's no questions, you go on. See if there's any questions or not, you can stop you can stop that live. Well, Alright man, we're signing out. I hope you guys enjoyed. Uh until next no. week with Let's Get Real. <laughs>